This is Tom Lee from NEGM Catalyst, and we're talking today with my good friend and someone who I think is one of the best leaders in healthcare today, uh, Lee Sachs, a uh, physician who is the Executive Vice President and Chief Medical Officer for Advocate Health System. Lee, I've been following Advocate's safety journey for years now, and I gather that you've got some good news to share. So how's it going? Tom, it's going very well. As you know, our goal is to get to zero serious safety events uh, by 2020, and in 2017, we passed the halfway mark, uh, which gave us a chance to stop and and celebrate and help generate more momentum, because the second half of the journey is probably going to be more difficult. But we ended the year about 54, 55% reduction from our baseline in serious safety events. Well, it is one of my favorite stories in healthcare, and I, of course, know good part of it already, but not everyone in our audience will know it. Can you describe for them how you and the advocate management team decided to set your audacious goal in safety? How many years ago was it? I think we set the the goal back in uh, 2013, Uh, but as, as I think back and reflect on it, We've been on a safety journey really since To Air as Human came out in 1999. But the reality is we struggled. We, we tried flavors of the month and different tactics, and we had some short-term success. But back in 2013, uh, we stepped back and said, we really need to give some thought to how do we make a difference. And we spent a year uh, creating a safety strategic plan. Uh, kind of counter to my instincts of, you know, do things. As soon as you learn uh, a best practice somewhere else, try to steal it and implement it. But we were very deliberate. And at the time, we set the audacious goal that by 2020, we wanted to get to zero serious safety events. Uh, And the first part was uh, really starting to be transparent and identifying events. So we looked worse before we got better. Uh, But starting in 2015, we've seen a steady decrease leading to what I just mentioned, uh, passing the halfway mark in 2017. Well, how did you get started? Because I know that it's one thing to set a goal, uh, but then you actually had to get to work. And uh, so what were your first major steps? So really the first step was to look back and look at the things that we had tried since 1999. And it was, you know, following some of the IHI playbook, uh, looking at other high reliability industries. We had nuclear engineers come in. We had astronauts uh, come in and gave inspiring keynote talks, but it really didn't change what we were doing. So uh, we stepped back and put together a, a leadership group that included both frontline and executives uh, to put together a safety strategic plan. We consulted with other industries. We tried to identify some best practices within healthcare, made some site visits, uh, and put together a four-step uh, safety strategic plan that was very deliberate and needed to be executed in, in sequence at the same time uh, we got buy-in from the board and, and our CEO, who began to say that first and foremost, we're a safe clinical enterprise. He used to say we're a clinical enterprise, um, but adding safe ahead of that started to capture the attention of the organization and certainly resonated uh, with our clinicians. 
Well, I started really paying attention when Advocate made 8 to 8.30 uh, a meeting-free zone, uh, so every unit of care could have safety huddles. Are you still doing that? We, we are still doing it. The huddle varies from 8 or 8.30, depending upon which site. And actually, I'm out at uh, one of our hospitals today, and the rest of the team is in their safety huddle, which started a few minutes ago. Uh, that was one of the first steps, but it, it paralleled uh, leadership training. Our, our senior leadership team spent about 18 months going through a series of two-hour modules uh, related to high reliability, reading books and articles about it. And one of the, the first lessons was the value of a daily safety huddle, a chance where uh, we start off with we want to review all the events that occurred in the previous 24 hours, anticipate and plan for the same in the next 24 hours, and uh, review and get updated on open items from previous huddles. It, in a hospital, it brings together the leaders of all the uh, care units and the support services. We started doing this five days a week, uh, and knowing that we would eventually expand it to, to seven days, but after a month, several of the sites said, this is so valuable, we're starting to move to seven days before you even tell us. Uh, we also do a system-wide huddle once a week on Wednesday to capture things that occur at more than one site and make sure that we're transferring knowledge and solving problems, especially in the support services uh, that impact all of our sites. And if we get into a special situation like uh, a couple of years ago with Ebola or more recently with influenza, we'll do the system huddle more than once a week if uh, things need to, to be tended to more frequently. Going back to your comment about the meeting-free zone, so to support the huddle, uh, we put a ban on meetings between 8 and 9 a.m., the only exception being when there were physician meetings recognizing that uh, physicians uh, need to start their day seeing patients. And most of those meetings are in the 7 a.m. hour, but sometimes spill over past 8. But no meetings across the system except for the safety huddle. So we get 100% attendance and then can have a few minutes to debrief and follow up on items that need immediate action and solve problems right then in real time. Well, I know it's tough to come down to three things that account for most of your progress, but because most people have trouble remembering more than three things, what would you say are the most critical three that accounts for your progress? I'd start with our, our leadership buy-in, the board, the CEO, and everybody knowing that first and foremost, we're a safe clinical enterprise. Uh, second would be the leadership training, because not only did we go through the didactics, each of the leaders then was responsible for training the leadership team at their operating unit. If I'm a hospital president, I needed to do the training for my senior team. And uh, one of the things that I learned very quickly is when you have to teach something, you really have to master the topic, and it, it makes it uh, much more meaningful. And then the third is the AM huddle. Uh, everybody in our organization would say that that's uh, played a huge role in transforming us and helping us uh, reduce serious safety events. Any predictions on how low you can go? I mean, I know it's been difficult to get to where you are, but you want to, you, you do have a real goal. Uh, are you, do you really think it's feasible to get to zero? 
we're going to get to zero, and what that might mean is that a hospital or a medical group is at zero for a year or two. Uh, will the stars align, and we'll be able to say that the whole system is at zero for a year? I hope so. You know, I look at commercial aviation, and in 2017, there were no fatalities anywhere in the world, uh, and yet probably a little bit of luck and just uh, I think yesterday there was a fatal commercial crash in Russia so they're not going to have the same streak in 2018 but if we can get close to that we will have made a huge difference for the patients that that we serve you can already count uh, in the hundreds the lives saved that wouldn't have been if we hadn't started on this journey and that's what makes it so meaningful you're doing great work in advocate and not just in safety. And I hope we'll be talking to you sometime soon about some of the other remarkable things you're doing around the value of care. Uh, but thanks so much for sharing your progress. And I, I know we'll be talking to you about this and other things again soon. Thanks so much, Lee. You're welcome, Tom. Always look forward to talking with you.